Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. The Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. First come back. Give me a hell yeah. Welcome to the Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast uh, with me, your host, or only the second time, first time that I've got a glamorous assistant. Mm. I'm Dave Robinson, DMD, and my good friend and co-host, Adam Cousins. How are you doing, my friend? Boom, boom, boom. I am good. Thanks, my man. It's well, we've not long got off the SmackDown review on this lovely Saturday. So I'm looking to catch some sun rays shortly before a soccer, a big soccer final over here in the uh, UK this evening. So, uh, but looking forward to doing my, my first rampage. You set the bar so high last week, Dave, that I'm going to have to. I said I might need to be your assistant this week because you set the bar so high as host. <clears throat> well, yeah, and I was I was hoping to bring you on to a, a show that was going to be really positive. And <laughs> um, last week's Rampage show, for me, awesome. it, it was possibly the best era of wrestling f- for me this year. Um, I yeah. absolutely loved it. There's four so strong matches, and that's what Rampage can be. Yeah. You know, this week, it just seemed like it was booked a few weeks ago. Uh, and he did they rather than building on what they did that last week, they 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 didn't. But we'll get on to that. Hmm. Couple of bits of news first. Uh, it's coming out. Uh, there's a lot of rumors online about Kenta possibly appearing at Forbidden Door, and interestingly as well, there's a lot of rumblings that his opponent at Forbidden Door may be Mr. CM Punk. So for those who don't know, they've had a rivalry for a long time. Um, Punk was told when he joined the WWE, um, he was using the Anaconda voice, I think, and they wanted him to use a new finishing move, and he stole. Um, the GTS, the go to sleep from Kenta. He has kind of acknowledged that, that he stole it. I've heard him in an interview say that he, the reason he didn't change the name was out of respect for Kenta. Um, and he kept it as the go to sleep. But when Kenta then joined the WWE, he wasn't allowed to use the move, was he? I think he may have used it once on Kendrick. NXT, I think, yeah, they yeah. teased it uh, for a big pop. So, um, yeah. Kenta has played into this on Twitter over the years and he's put stuff out there. When Punk was at a New Japan show recently, Kenta said that he's, uh, he's, he's, his biggest fan was in the crowd that evening. So they've they've teased it more from Kenta's side than Punk's. Uh, Ad, would you be interested to see that match? Would that add to what he's already shaping up to be uh, a you know, solid card for Forbindor? Uh Take my fucking money, I think is what I said when I, yeah. you sent me the picture. Uh, that's what I would say. Uh, yeah, I want to see that match. Um, yeah. My concern will probably be, and, and we'll go know with Punk very well, that the backstage, uh, would he demand to go over this? Would, would yeah. he put Kenter over? I don't know. In terms of the match, I want to see it, but I just hope that, you know, the backstage doesn't, there was no drama with it, basically. Yeah. And it's another, it's a big match that's going to sell pay per views, isn't it? And I think yeah. Forbidden Door is pretty much sold out, give or take a few. Before tickets. the matches. Before yeah. Matches. Yeah. So if you're, if you're shaping up for, a, and I know WWE had the triple main event and we, we laughed a little bit, but. If that match does go ahead, you'll have Kenta against Punk. You'll have Will Ospreay against Kenny Omega in a rematch from January when uh, Kenny won and he, mm-hmm. he won the New Japan Pro. Has Ospreay ever beaten him? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that match was prob- possibly their first match. And um, 
and Kenny won the US title, uh, the New Japan US heavyweight title. And then Danielson Okada, which is the best wrestler in Japan against perhaps the best wrestler in America. You know, those three matches, mate, as you said, just take them. my money. That's it. Just put them through on the card and let them battle it out for an hour apiece. <laughs> we love fantasy booking. So if we get little Eddie strands like that, that we can kind of pull, we're always going to go after them. But Speaking of fantasy booking, before you move on, on Thursday uh, this week, we will be releasing our very own Forbidden Door. Myself and Dave yes. have done a WWE versus AEW Forbidden Door pay-per-view fantasy booked with match results dave had to do his over about four thousand nights because he couldn't do uh he couldn't get it good. was tough it was tough it was a tough thing to do we managed to get it down to i think to about 12 to 14 matches but we've done it that airs on thursday dave what's the other piece of news going on around the aw scene so something that plays into uh dynamite a few weeks ago we saw both thunder rosa and miro walk into tony khan's office um and that was just prior to the announcement of Ed Collision, that huh. it was a secret, but it wasn't, was it? It was the one of the worst kept secrets that AEW were launching the Saturday night show. It's now been announced that Miro Miro will be making his return uh, at Collision uh, next week. The you know the first, step. I imagine in a match as well. I would say he's not really done too much. He's done some backstage. Mm-hmm. Vignettes, you know, bits and pieces when he was doing the Redeemer stuff. Yes. I hope that he brings the Redeemer back, to be honest. I really enjoyed that. Um, but it looks like Miro's going to be having a match on the first episode of Collision. Uh, is this good news for AW? It's great news for AW. I love Miro. I, I loved him when he was in WWE. I thought the, the, the booking of him was shocking. Once Cena beat him, he went so long undefeated. Cena beat him at WrestleMania and he just went to pot. Yeah. Uh, the guy is uber talented. He's got strengths, but he's got everything that you need to be a world champion. Um, I've got a feeling it might be a squash, uh, maybe yeah. against, uh, I don't know, fucking Evil Uno or something. <laughs> I don't quite know. But it, having him on the show, I mean, if you look at it, Juice Robinson, Jay Wyatt, Joe, Punk, FTR, and now Miro, that is shaping up to be some roster on uh, on Collision. <clears throat> yeah, solid. What kind of who would you like to see Miro face moving forward? Do you really think that he could be in contention for the world title at some point? Definitely, absolutely. There is no doubt. I don't know what the issue is because he was away for so long. Because he come back briefly, then he was injured at one point. He definitely yeah. had an injury. Same with Andrade. Few films as well, I think. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was true that he rejected booking stuff. I heard about it. I heard Andrade done it, but he's kind of said that it's not true as well. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, him and Andrade, if they're both coming back on collision, that's two world champions right there for me. See, I, I like to think when they're away for these long periods of time, it, it, it's just, it's kind of a perk for working for AEW that Tony Khan allows his talent to, he kind of rotates them in and out mm. and they're not getting frustrated that they're not being used because they're actually being granted this time away. Um, and then when they come back, they feel a bit more special. Yeah. So it's one or the two, isn't it? It's yeah. either he's not booking them and he's not using the talent that he's got effectively. Uh, or they're just enjoying this rest time. So I'm not sure if I was Miro in my prime though, I'd want to be appearing week in, week out on, on dynamite or rampage and, and no collision. So We'll see. Hopefully he can stay injury-free and yeah. he can go on a good run now. Just a side note, Dave, before we get on to... Uh, I know he left AEW yep. to go Ring of Honor. Where'd you put Eddie Kingston? Uh, yeah, he left AEW to go to Ring of Honor, yeah. So that was... What's going on with him? I know he's had a oh, yeah. hernia injury. So he's got, I think he's had a hernia He's been announced for a show in Japan uh, oh. coming up. I think he's already mentioned he's going back after Claudio upon his return. 
Yeah. I just think he's way... I know, obviously, you still need your stars and ring of honor, and I get that. Yeah. I just think he need. I, I'm a big Eddie Kingston fan. Uh, yeah, so uh, so I, I think he needs to be showcased on one of these shows going forward. So I don't know how they'd work it, how they're going to... He, he's also another... I, he's not had a championship in aid. I know he's been had a lot of matches for titles, which he hasn't been successful in. Yeah. They've got to put one on him soon. It doesn't have to be a one. Oh, no, I agree. It be anything, like, you know, but they've got to put a title on him soon. Well, he's the, the, the fans absolutely love him. Yeah. Um, you know, from when he came in, he came in... Um, Cody, wasn't he? Cody, yeah, the uh, TNT title open challenge. And since he came in, he's just been one of the best on the microphone oh, as well. Really, really good in the ring. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if he's fully fit, but if he's been announced for shows, then obviously he's, he's ready to come back. And it would be a crying shame for me if he's not finished in AEW uh, and he's on Ring of Honor. Now, I yeah. like Ring of Honor. Um, yeah. I caught it this week and it was a good show. Yeah. But it hasn't got the exposure, obviously, that Dynamite and Collision have got, you know, on national television. And Eddie Kingston deserves to be on national television. You know, he's, yeah, uh, yeah he's a very talented performer. So let's yeah. hope that he does moving forward. I hope so. All right. Let's get on, on to Rampage, mate. It was in yeah. Colorado Springs. They filmed it at the same time as they filmed Dynamite. Um, first matchup, um, I've got a little bit of a problem with this, but I'll explain. So it was Bandido and the Lucha Brothers, and they were taking on Ethan Page, Big Bill, and Lee Moriarty. Mm -hmm. Now, those three were in the firm. And a few weeks ago, we saw a match at the Hardy compound, yes. which meant that the firm, because <clears throat> the Hardys won, that the, the firm had to disband. There was no more firm. These three guys were the firm, but they just weren't called the firm. <laughs> so I think that's a little bit, Oh, that that's that's an oversight at the very least for me. Now they did try and cover for it on commentary and said that um, Ethan Page had signed for this match prior to uh, you know that happening and the form disbanding. Right. But that was a few weeks ago, and I just th thought it was so unnecessary. I love Big Bill and Lee Moriarty, but mm. teaming him with Ethan Page here. Oh, it just seemed lazy to me. What do, do you agree, or am I going mad? It makes no sense for me. I, I kind of had that because I thought, well, hang on a minute. I thought the Hardys owned Ethan Page going forward, or uh, maybe the contract of Ethan Page, maybe. Yeah, uh, it, because it, Ethan had signed for this match prior to it, it allowed him to have this match with his old mates. In it the it kind of glues uh, into you if you said it was booked like three weeks ago. <laughs> so yeah. Well, that's you know, what it felt. It felt to me like they did not capitalise on what was a great show last week. And there was a lot of buzz online for it as well. A lot of people saying how good Rampage was and you got to check it out and you got to check out the Vikingo match. Ah, and then we get we get this. But in fairness, it was a decent match. You're never going to get a bad match with the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. And Bandido did a lot of his spots. Mm -hmm. He did one where Penta threw him over the top rope and he did like a corkscrew splash which is really good. Yeah. Hardy's came out and they distracted Ethan Page, which again, surely they would want Ethan Page to win. You know, if he's under their contract, if they're, I don't know how much of it is kind of tongue in cheek, but they're saying that they want him to be a, a better man and a better performer and they're going to help him and guide him. And then they cost him the match. Um, so I, I'm not a massive fan of that either. I am a fan of the finisher that Bandido used. That was the 21 yes. plex yeah. where he kind of does a, a, a somersault over and then he does a German suplex with the momentum he gets from swinging back off the rope. So that was great. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm I'm not really satisfied with the story there. 
Um, right, on to the next segment. We had a bit of QTV backstage. Yeah. They were talking about how to make content more edgy, and they decided they were just going to send Hobbs out to do his thing. Yeah. And that's what we got next. Uh, yeah. Hobbs went up against Caleb Crush. Yeah. Not a lot to say about it, mate. We talk about squash matches sometime. This was one of them. Uh, established Hobbs, you know, it's what Hobbs needs at times. What I don't think Hobbs needs is QTV. Um, I think the book of Hobbs and the stuff he was doing prior to that was, was better. And he's kind of cooled off since he's, you know, aligned himself yeah. with QT and the gang. I like QTV. I think it's got a space. It's entertaining. It's funny. They take little digs. They took a dig at Punk and the ice cream bars. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what what do you think of Powerhouse Hobbs, mate? Wasted, yeah. to be quite honest. Um, again, hopefully with this collision stuff coming on, we'll get to see more of him because there is he's, he's, he's a star waiting to happen, but they just not ever pull. I mean, they pulled the trigger. It, this was one of the times when the, the TNT title was changing every couple of weeks. With yeah, Wardlow. Um, he's a star. There's no doubt about. It. He's got he's got the look. He's got everything about him but he's just not being used correctly at the minute. And and again, this could have something to do with there only being one show, Rampage is an hour, so you've got a yeah. lot. They're going to cram a lot in uh, to that hour. So I'm hoping Collision, wherever uh, Wardlow, Hobbs ends up uh, after this, when Collision starts, that we see a lot more of him. Set him up with a feud with someone, whoever, whoever. I mean, he's not, a, you know, he doesn't have a bad match, so... no. QTV as well. They're they're a comedy act, and there's nothing wrong with that. I love comedy in wrestling. It's Mm. definitely got a place. You know, we've seen comedy spots over the years, and and wrestlers that are associated with comedy. Maybe the biggest one, Santino, who we had on the show a couple of months ago. Mm -hmm. You know, there's definitely room for that. But when you've got this big powerhouse, you know, literally, Literally. that's his name, uh, aligned with a faction that are kind of um, there for comedic effect. It just takes a little bit away from Hobbs's overall presentation, in my opinion. I think they've got to be careful that they don't end up making Hobbs a joke. Because, yep. you know, you see that. And, you know, Santino, Santino was a comedy actor, but Santino, you know, that was, we, we kind of always had him that way. That was kind of how WWE positioned him for a long period of his time there. I think now yep. only an impact, I think he's a bit more serious. But yeah, WWE have got this same thing with Riddle, that they had this comedic Riddle. That was, bro, he's, he was always high, you know, just basically, yeah, yeah. you know, what he was. Um, So that they're tra- trying to transition him to a serious Matt Riddle. I think that, AEW need to transition Hobbs and quick because yeah. if he stays with QTV for a long period of time, he will then establish himself as just another joke, uh, a comedic ring. Not 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 a joke because that's a bit too harsh, but yeah. he'll just be a comedic value add to a, to their story basically. And he needs to separate, be his own man. As I say, hopefully with this split, he'll be able to get more time as Will Hobbs. Yeah, yeah, and and maybe we see him destroy uh, QT and Aaron Solo, and then he can move on from it. I think that's yeah. what needs to happen. Exactly. Uh, another yeah. trios match next, mate. We had the acclaimed and Daddy <laughs> Ass. Um, always good to see them. Always um, good. Uh, and they were up against the Spanish Spanish announced project. So that was Luther. Yeah. That was Serpentico, and that was Angelico. I'm, yes. I'm glad I'm doing that. Not oh, I'm, I'm really happy that you're taking <laughs> of that one. <laughs> this was this was what you'd expect, really. What my frustration with this is, I'm a big fan of Angelico. 
Yeah. Um, I think he's... I think with Jack Evans initially at this, on this. He was like with Jack Evans. Like um, yeah, that he was a tag team, and it was the tag team he was on. The, it, it was on the Indies on that tag team as well. Jack Evans left the company, and Angelico has basically been reduced to kind of appearances on Dark and Dark Elevation. So part of me was glad that he was here and he was on mm-hmm. Rampage, but he was positioned with, well, this Spanish announced project. Lucky it weren't a Spanish announced table. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> um, Luther and and Serpentico, they've just been jobbers, you know, essentially. And yeah. I, I don't mean to kind of insult them but that's how they that's how they've been presented to us they haven't picked up a single win um not on dynamite or rampage anyway Sepentico has been fed to like some of the bigger stars and he's just been similar to caleb crush you know he's just been in very short matches that have, have put over the opponent um so i would like angelico to kind of be repackaged and because he's such a good wrestler he's so he's such a he, We've talked about on the SmackDown show about uh, Pete Dunn and what a great wrestler he is. Um, and Helico is, is, I know people probably look watching this and thinking, what you're talking about, you know, we haven't seen much of this guy, but I have. And, and that's why I'm so frustrated that he's just in this this act that they're never going to pick up any victories and they're there just to make other teams look better. I think Helico is better than that. Um, but the acclaim picked up the win. Uh, they hit the uh, mic check. And they got yeah. the pin on Luther. Uh, mate, do you have are you happy with this match? Have I got a point about Angelico or am I in dream world? No, Angelico is a great. I, I would suggest maybe putting him in Ring of Honor for now. Yeah. Uh, give him some match, you know, because I liked I liked him and Jack Evans when they were yeah. together. Um, I watched them quite, I even watched them quite a lot on the Indies. So I know. Yeah, that. same. So Angelico, yeah, we talked about Will Hobbs being wasted. He, he's kind of wasted there. Um, and I think, as I say, Moving into Ring of Honor would probably be the the first the first move. Give him yeah. some more action. I know it's only another hour. I think it's another two hours. I think Ring of Honor is. Um, yes, two hours. Put a bit, even if he loses to say Claudio, but can showcase the talent. Yeah, that's then, what I want to see. I yeah. don't want to see him as part of a trio um, that are ultimately got no chance of winning. Um, mm-hmm. You just know that. You look at the match and you can go well. The acclaim win that. And I just think he's got more to offer. And yeah, Ring of Honor could be a good fit for him. We kind of mentioned squash jobs, so Miro could quite easily have Serpentico. On, on yeah, and yeah, it'll be over in seconds because he'll just do the pump kick, hit the the camel clutch finish, and that will be game over or what whatever that he he does. Uh, you knew who was going to win that. Yeah, before he even come out, and I think was there not a segment before that where they done the open challenge for Dynamite. With, yeah. Uh, so segue and sorry in, into um, so Wardlow done a uh, open challenge and it was answered yeah. by Hager, right? Yeah, I skipped over that because I thought it was a horrible, horrible segment. Yeah, um, it wasn't great. I was just remembering. I was going through my notes and I, and I had tagged in Hager Wardlow uh, as a match for Dynamite next. Yeah. Week. So Arn Anderson is usually a fantastic talk, and I, I think he even struggled with this. But Wardlow. He's competent on the mic, but I think he perhaps needed some bullet points to hit. And it was just as if they said to Wardlow, just say whatever you want. And it was just a strange, strange segment. But yeah, off the back of that, as you say, we've got the match against Hager on Dynamite. Does it make sense though, Dave? Because Dynamite, 
you had uh, Christian and Luchasaurus attacking on some. Yeah. Logically speaking, logically, you would have Wardlow on a rampage, wouldn't you? Next, not no, yeah. no, no, no. You know, we're, we're talking about rampage, but uh, no, no. Uh, would you not have him maybe going crazy on Dynamite next week? Um, because there hasn't, there's not open changes are fine. I don't get me wrong, I don't mind them. It just didn't make storyline sense to me. Uh, and and they could have opened up Rampage with Wardlow um, yeah. coming out at the top of the show, going ape shit, and yeah. they could have fed him Caleb Crush or something, and he could have had the squash match, and you could have give Hobbs a proper match, a main event. or mm-hmm. So, yeah, they just do these little things, but there's no follow-on. And, and maybe we talk, in, you know, next week they do a little bit more of it. Yeah. But for the fans in attendance and for us watching, if you watch Dynamite and Rampage back to back, you've just seen Arn Anderson's son get his head kicked in. And there's been no no comeuppance for Christian and Luchasaurus. They've just yeah. kind of got Wardlow and Arn having a chat backstage to the camera. Yeah. So, yeah, we, you know... These finer details are important, and I think yeah. they underestimate them at times. And when they book a trio that were known as the firm, and then they re, they dis, they have a storyline where they're disbanded, and then a few weeks later they're tagging again. Yeah. Um, we notice stuff like that, and we have to point it out. Um, and that's you know, it's justified criticism in my view. And I think they did on commentary hype up hot just again to segueing back to Hobbs. They did a mention Hobbs would be going. They did kind of hype up Hobbs on collision. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. So, yeah, another one because they've got collisions two hour show. So, yeah, plenty yeah there's plenty of space for everyone they've announced so far. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's interesting, and I think after we've got collision and we've had a few weeks of dynamite rampage collision, we'll really see where the wrestlers are aligned and where they're going to be and what the shows look like moving forward. Yeah. So I'm hoping they're just kind of get into that period and then we'll have the really good content because this week's show, unfortunately, was, was missable, to be honest. Nothing yeah. really happened that that couldn't have been just said on commentary. So that's, yeah. that's a shame. It's a shame after last week. But um, next segment, Jeff Jarrett came out with his gang. So he was there with Jay Lee for... Uh, Satnam Singh, Sanjay Dutt, Karen Jarrett, uh, they came out to have a chat with Renee and she just basically said, what's going on with you guys? You know, recently, last week, um, Aubrey Edwards was taken out with a guitar shot from yes. Karen um, and they're kind of embroiled in this story with Mark Briscoe. Um, so this was a continuation of that. Um, as they were talking, Aubrey came over with Mark. They said that they, AEW wouldn't sanction a one-on-one match between Aubrey and Karen but Aubrey, when she got on the microphone, she was pretty good, I thought. And uh, she said when she sees Karen catering or backstage, she's going to kick it. Uh, you know, she's going to beat her up. Um, Mark Briscoe then said that they haven't sanctioned a one-on-one match, but they will sanction a trios match. Sanjay Dutt says, OK, we're going to have Jarrett. We're going to have Lee Fort. We're going to have Karen. There's only two of you. We've got the advantage. Mark Briscoe then says, we've got a third competitor the man that said not to trust you in the first place papa briscoe so that's set up a trios match that may be entertaining and i like to give them the benefit of the doubt i don't want to see karen jarrett wrestling mate do you uh, no uh i'm not even sure i want to see papa briscoe 
to be no. quite honest, I, I kind of understand it because Briscoe will not do tags, obviously. Yeah. Well, obviously, and you can yeah. understand why. Um, not even that. I, I mean, Aubrey's great, don't get me wrong, but I don't know if I want to see her in without the referee stripes on. Um, there may be some favoritism from the referees, I don't know, in that match. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt with this and let it play out. Let's um, see. Aubrey, Aubrey did do a good job selling the guitar shots. She did a good yes. job on the microphone. I'm hoping once this match is done, though, they can move on. Um, and, and Mark Briscoe, for me, should be a top star in Ring of Honor. I know yeah. he did have a match with Samoa Joe for the TV title yeah. over there. Yeah, uh, I'd much rather see Mark Briscoe. Uh, I know he's funny and he's got... A, comedic like a cadence when he talks yeah. and he's very deliberate in what he does yeah. um but he's such a great wrestler um I'd, I'd really like to see him go on a run on his own uh, and break away from this storyline and i think it served its purpose now and we can move on yeah uh, probably going to be next week maybe i don't know but yeah let's get it done move on quickly <laughs> main event time mate so yeah. we had a fatal four-way match and did. the winner would be receiving uh, a shot at Tony Storm's women's title. Yes. Uh, we had Sky Blue up against Nyla Rose, yep. against Britt Baker and Mercedes Martinez. Yes. So we, we haven't seen Mercedes on AEW for a while. No. Um, so it was good to see her back. Um, this was this was decent. Um, you know, there's a few things went awry, but um, overall it was a decent match. They told a pretty good story. Um, in terms of the winner, uh, Sky Blue picked up the win over Nyla Rose. Yeah, uh, I think um, Brit Brit did a move on her, and, Ma- and Martinez chucked her out of the ring, or they were kind of separated and they were outside. Sky hit the uh, code blue on Nyla, yeah. and she got the one, two, three. Mm-hmm. If this match was in the WWE, I'm pretty sure Britt Baker would have won. And we'd have got Britt Baker against Tony Storm, but that's a match that we've already seen before. So yes. I'm quite happy that Sky Blue has got the opportunity. Um, she's won a big match. She's been on a real good run. I think she's won 38 of the last 33 matches, which granted a lot of those may be on uh, dark elevation yeah. house shows, and she hasn't featured too much on, on Dynamite. But... Um, Give her the opportunity by all means. We don't expect her to beat Tony Storm. No. Um, but positioning her there and giving her a, a title match is the only way that, that she's going to improve. And um, I don't know. I'm quite happy with uh, Sky Blue picking up the win here. What did you think, mate? Yeah, it, may, it did make a change. I mean, Brits, if you watched All Access and stuff like that, doesn't want to really be in that scene at the moment, does she? The World no. Championship. Um, I think she'll get it back eventually. I think because that match, I think, is next week on Rampage still yeah. or on Dynamite. Uh, yes, next week. So I didn't think if they were going to do it as early as next week, it made no logical sense Baker getting the victory. Uh, it made total sense Nyla Rose taking the pinfall. Uh, Mercedes and Britt needs to stay strong. Um, again, maybe we're talking collision for Mercedes going forward. I don't I don't know. I know she's been on Ring of Honor. Was she Ring of Honor champion as well up until recently? Right? Yeah, she was, yeah. I think so, Athena beat her and um that was it. That was it. So I yeah, think she'd been I, injured as well. Yes. Martinez, yeah. Yeah, she has. Um 
No, I thought it was yeah, it was a passable main event. Um, I, I never saw. I mean, it was nice to get a shock factor victory. To be fair, uh, I think that sometimes they work, and especially if let's face it, it was, as we if you just said, Tony Storm was not losing that match, so no. it would make perfect sense. Sky Blue will get a great going out. She'll get a great showing, uh, hopefully anyway, in the match itself, and will showcase what she could do because she's a very good talent. Uh, I want to see more of her uh, in, in AEW. So this could be a catalyst for her to do bigger things later down the line. She won't be Tony Storm, but match itself was fine. And it was nice to have that little surprise win. Because I think everyone was kind of expecting Britt Baker to pick that winner. I think so. Yeah, I don't think many people would have picked Sky Blue as the winner. Uh, no. And she was visibly very emotional at the end. She was. Um, so, yeah, for, for her, her to win the main event, albeit it was on Rampage, but she's won the main event. She goes on to a title match, obviously means a lot to her, and she clearly deserves it. So I think, and, and Tony Khan does look after his homegrown stars, and he yes. does give them these opportunities to flourish. They don't always, um, you know, it doesn't always necessarily go to plan, but I quite like that he gives them the opportunity in the first place. Yeah, agreed. I've, I, listen, I don't think... Uh, from a Tony Khan perspective, as you say, he looks after his, his homegrown as well. And I think he wants to, I think the main thing is also he wants them to succeed in what they do and he yeah. will more than happy give them the time to, to do it. So hopefully that's a catalyst and he keeps on that going forward. What we really don't want is the kind of thing where TNA, I think, fell short a little bit was as soon as they hired somebody else from WWE, the homegrowns got pushed right back down the ladder. So hopefully Tony uh, Khan thinks more of his homegrown talent and that will constantly use him in, in good storylines going forward. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, that's about it for this week's Rampage review. We've got another one next week. It'll be the last Rampage prior to Collision launching. So moving forward, we'll have a bit of a brainstorm and see what we want to do in terms of the coverage of Rampage. Uh, we'll certainly try and cover it um, in the in the next few weeks, but we'll see where they position it. I'm not sure whether Rampage is going to become the new dark. And then we get a few like, um, you know, we don't get too much in terms of storyline development. Not that there's a great amount of that anyway. <laughs> um, but we'll see. But we'll certainly be covering Collision. I think we're going to be doing that on a Sunday moving forward. Yes, we will be. Certainly and, covering Collision. Yeah, and we'll continue our Dynamite on a Thursday. So we'll see what happens to the, the future of Rampage. But that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us uh, on the Hitting the Turnbuckle podcast. From me, Dave Robinson, DMD, and for Mr. Adam Cousins, baby. That's a wrap. See you guys. Thanks for watching. See you guys. Hey, everybody. Thank you for checking out the Hitting the Turnbuckle podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. Twitter, you can find us at HTT Buckle. Facebook, just search the Hit in the Turnbuckle podcast.